0: I'm John DiLiberto, and you're hearing The Echoes Podcast from BRX. Today, I've got an artist responsible for one of the most haunting and enchanting albums of the year. She records as Amara, which is the middle name of actress Kaylin Ohm. Her album, Child of Venus, is a recording of trauma, deep introspection, a bit of anger, some very surreal arrangements, and rebirth. Much of it is partly born of psychedelics.
1: Some people say it's like six years of therapy in six hours, and and I think that's absolutely true in some cases. There's a, a line in the song Photographs that says, took three shots to my ego and let it die, but it came back to life.
0: We're going to take a trip with Amara today. Before we get to that though, I want to tell you about the Echo's fun drive to keep the chill out in the summer. We have taken on many challenges in these past three years, you know, things like the pandemic, government funding cuts, stations going all news talk. But through it all, Echoes has moved forward, discovering new music, investigating early pioneers of movements, bringing you insightful interviews and most of all, maintaining the chill. The year ahead is going to be just as difficult and challenging, but we are committed to the music and the artists who create it, and we will be striving to bring you the same level of excellence and more. Because no matter what the challenges are, one thing is always true. Echoes will push the boundaries of our imaginations and yours, and Echoes will always bring on the chill. You are why well, we do what we do, and we need your help to raise $20,000. In the heat of the summer, Echoes may be the best chilled thing out there. Support us now with a donation to help us beat the heat. Go to echoes.org and hit the support tab to donate. That's echoes, E-C-H-O-E-S dot org, O-R-G. Do it now before I bring you this great interview with Amara. I mean, who else is doing this? Amara is actress Kaelin Ohm. She's been in some recent TV series, including the short live Netflix show, Hit and Run, and the horror series From on MGM Plus. That one just concluded its second season. Amara is actually Ohm's middle name. In between filming and during the pandemic, she managed to create a statement album that's called Child of Venus. It's as personal and its lyrics as it is inventive in its sound design.
2: From the city
0: emotional trauma forms the basis of a lot of singer-songwriter music and Amara is no different. The last few recordings were born from personal loss and betrayal, especially on the HeartSpeak EP. She still has trouble talking about it.
1: That album was an interesting dive into a very particular experience I was having at the time. And, you know, going deep into the heart with that one. Sure.
0: Well, it was a breakup album, right?
1: It was, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Was it a marriage or just a relationship? It
1: was a marriage, yeah. It was, and it was when I made that album. It was kind of in the, really in the process still of letting go, and it hadn't fully really ended yet. But I was processing sort of an event that was leading to its um, demise.
2: When the sun set over the desert was it me that you tried to forget when the night fell over the water we would never be the same again and it was something that i thought i could find but no words could have changed your mind another river stone for the fire
0: I'm speaking to Kaylin Ohm on the Riverside app. Her hair is blonde at the moment, following her co starring turn in season two of From, where she had two blonde streaks framing her face. That was a much better look than having her face torn off by the demons in the show.
2: Ah! They're all over me! They're
1: everywhere! There's, there's, I can't. There's, no! No, there's nothing on you. I don't see anything.
0: Galen grew up in something of a backwoods existence, born in Kimberley, British Columbia.
1: We were living off-grid in the woods, like no electricity, no running water, just a generator, like very, very (laughs) (laughs) hippy-dippy.
0: They didn't even have a TV, but her parents were into music.
1: I grew up around a ton of folk music. I grew up going to folk festivals as a kid, and then my mom was a part of the selection committee for the local folk fest here, so we had all of the submission CDs for the entire festival coming to our house all the time. So it was Celtic, bluegrass, reggae, folk, rock, all of it was coming in.
0: She studied piano and played in some folk groups including Reuben and the Dark, but she shifted her direction once she plugged in.
1: I remember the first time I played an electric guitar through an amp with reverb, I was like, oh, okay, I see a path through this now. I had picked up the acoustic guitar a little bit when I was younger, but it wasn't something that I found purpose in necessarily. I think it was when I was introduced to like Fender guitars and amps and effects pedals that I suddenly felt like so inspired just to start playing in bands and start writing and there was something about lead electric too that felt like I could be far more intuitive and not have to be so technically trained so I could just kind of write lead parts to my ear that sounded good without needing to know what key I was in or what chords I needed to play
0: When Child of Venus, Keonong, taps into reverb and a lot more to create the sonic expanses enveloping the emotional journeys of her music. Reverb and distortion become part of the emotional meaning of her songs. On photographs, she recites a litany of pictures from her marriage over a drifting, hazy soundscape.
1: It sort of had to move around this really simple two chord song to find I think some dynamic and some flow and we had a pedal steel player come in and yeah it just really kind of became an attempt to create this journey too because all of those photographs I talk about actually exist like those are photos that it really do exist taken either by me or someone else and I think when we're recalling memory especially like photographic memory it's such a Open infinite space where you know, like if we're gonna go deep, like into the quantum field, you know, memories and all of the possibilities are just floating somewhere. I think I wanted it to feel like that you could just reach out into space and grab this memory of this image.
0: Photographs can sound wistful at first as Kaylin flips through the pictures, but it gets more harrowing as it moves along and she delivers the ultimate slapdown to her ex-husband with the line, I wish you two some kind of grand future, taking photographs for your Instagram.
1: that you pulled that out because I was nervous about putting that stuff in I think I tried to let some cheekiness come through in this record too and you know trying not to hide behind some like cool representation or metaphorical expression of everything it's just like yeah this is precisely what I'm thinking in this moment so why don't I just say it
0: Kayla Noem says a lot on Child of Venus. That title might seem like a holdover from her parents' counterculture past or an interest in astrology, but it is more than that.
1: Oh man, I think, well it came up during a conversation with a friend one time. She's a very gifted um, Vedic astrologer and seer, very intuitive individual. And... She said to me, I was actually in Israel shooting Hit and Run at the time, she was talking to me about where Venus was in my chart, and she said, you're a child of Venus, and I was like, okay. And it was kind of like, what does that mean? And I wrote it down. And I don't think there's any, for me, any like astrological meaning or connection to it as it pertains to the record. It kind of just started to spark this question for me of yeah, like, who am I as a soul before I'm this domesticated version of myself through my upbringing, the school system I was in, the town I grew up in, the parents that I was you know, born into or that I chose, and that became a theme of the album
0: Part of her healing process came through using psychedelics.
1: I think some people say it's like six years of therapy in six hours, and, and I think that's absolutely true in some cases. There's a, a line in the song Photographs that says, took three shots to my ego and let it die, but it came back to life.
0: The psychedelic experience effuses much of the music on Child of Venus. She heard music transformed under hallucinogens.
1: and I think my deepest journeys as well. Like, one, I did a very, very high dose, sort of sensory deprived. I guess I put myself in a a self prescribed, like, clinical setting the way they would do it at, like, Johns Hopkins or something like that. And music in that experience was just a whole other dimension that I'd never experienced before. And it's definitely informed the way I create. There's a song on the album called Shimmering Light. Slash Visions. It's sort of a two part song, and that specifically about an experience I had with 5MeO DMT. And that song to me is the sonic version of that experience. And so I think it can't help but inform all areas of your life, but art 100%.
0: Mars Child of Venus could be summed up in one song. It might be, the discovery of innocence is its loss. It is a heart-rending song as Ohm's multi-tracked voice traverses the departure of innocence and the broken pieces of her life that she had to repair anew. But it's not a song of loss, but empowerment, as Ohm's almost imperious voice calls out against echoing distant laughter, a steady groove. And a mellotron, string pad.
1: That quote is actually from Neri Oxman, who's an Israeli American. She's sort of known as like an eco architect or like a biological architect. A really incredible artist. But she said that in a documentary, "The discovery of innocence is its loss," and I wrote that down as well. And it elicited that question for me of like, what does that mean? You know, when suddenly the innocence of childhood is like recognized, then it's lost entirely. As soon as we try and intellectualize something so ineffable and so beautiful and expansive, it suddenly becomes put in a box with borders around it, like everything we've done. (laughs) So I think that's what that means, yeah, for me.
0: Keonho will be in the forthcoming movie *Dead County* and will return to the third season of *From*, having been freed from her torment in the tower. You'll have to watch it to see. Her beautiful new album as Amara is *Child of Venus*. I will have a link to Amara's Child of Venus in the posting for this podcast at echoes.org. You can read my review of the album at the same place, echoes.org. As I mentioned, it is our July CD of the Month. Check out the CD of the Month Club so you can get great albums like this every single month and help support Echoes and the Echoes podcast. Once again, that's echoes, E-C-H-O-E-S dot org, O-R-G. Next week on the Echoes, Podcast, we hear from Nathan Spear. He's a keyboardist whose music traverses solo piano, electronic soundscapes, ambient chamber music, and more. He talks about it all in the next Echoes Podcast. I'm John D. Don't forget to donate to Echoes right now. Make a meaningful contribution to something that I hope and try to make meaningful in your life. Go to Echoes.org and hit the support tab at the top. That's Echoes.org. This has been the the Echoes Podcast from PRX. See you next week, tonight on the radio, somewhere in the country, or at Echoes Online, right now or whenever you want.